Hello, and welcome to Underground Chicago Talk. I'm your host, Rudolph, podcasting from the heartbeat of the city, the Chicago Petway, Chicago's hidden neighborhood. Today's conversation is about some of Chicago's memorable mayors. But before we get off into that, its founder was John Baptiste Dusable. And just recently here, the city council renamed Lakeshore Drive to John Baptiste Drive in his honor. Now, Baptiste settled near the mouth of the Chicago River around the 1780s. Just a little sidebar about that uh, settlement of John Baptiste. Now, I had a friend named John Smith. He was a Marine with me in the 5th Marines. And John and I, he lived on the south side. He was from Bronzeville. We were stationed together out in San Diego. And we debated about who was the founder, for some odd reason, you know, uh, who was the founder of Chicago. Because we used to exchange books and whatnot, uh, share books that we were reading. And that was one of the debates always about who was the founder of Chicago. And I would always tell John, uh, matter of fact, Jesse Brown, whom uh, the VA here in Chicago is named in honor of, also served with us. Uh, Terry Hilliard, uh, who went on to become superintendent of police, uh, also served in the 5th Marines with us. But anyway, John and I are debating about who was the founder and uh, I would always tell them that they would be miseducated because I grew up being taught that uh, uh, Kinsey, John Kinsey, was the founder of Chicago. Now, obviously, out in Bronzeville, they were being taught that John Baptiste was uh, uh, the founder. So, and in any exam that you were being uh, taken, if you put down Baptiste, you were wrong. If you put down Kinsey, you were right. I always pass the exam. Now, Kinsey was a fur trader from Quebec who moved with his wife and child to Chicago where they were among the first permanent uh, white settlers uh, in the area and Kinsey bought DuSable's fur trading outpost and for many years the Chicago public and private schools taught its students that Kinsey was Chicago's founder now it wasn't until Mayor Harold Washington was elected in 1983 did the truth come out that DuSable was the founder. Now, Harold Washington was a lawyer and a politician and Chicago's 51st mayor and his first black mayor. Oh, boy, they talk about a celebration. My grandmother lived to see Harold uh, being elected and you talking about a celebration. Now, she lived to be 96 years old, so you know that was so unexpected in her lifetime to see this. But anyway, 
uh, Harold was born in Bronzeville on the south side of Chicago. And uh, since the election of Mayor Washington, who uh, was a congressman as well, and he served from uh, 1983 into 1987, had a heart attack which was questionable always. People questioned whether he had a heart attack or whatever uh, because he was met with opposition here in the city in trying to transform the city. He opened the city up as far as housing goes. Yep, that was all done under Harold. Opened up the Park District and various other departments. That's what makes him so memorable uh, for the short period of time in which he did serve. Now, Eugene Sawyer and uh, uh, Laura Lightfoot. So we've had three. Laura Lightfoot is the 56th mayor. Now isn't it something, it's, I find this to be such an uh, ironic thing, that here the founder of Chicago is a black guy, DuSable, and it took 50, 50 mayors to get around to a, a, a black mayor. <laughs> that, that to me. <laughs> 50 mayors. I mean, the black, the guy who found it was black. But it took 50 mayors before there was a black mayor. And now uh, it's such an honorable thing to say we've had three black mayors. Uh, wow. We should have had at least 40, you would think black mayors, a predominantly black mayors, but not so. Not so. We've had three. And yet the founder was black. Now, Laura Lightfoot is our 56th mayor, uh, who is openly gay. She's the first openly gay mayor. Um, mayor Jane Byrne was Chicago's first woman to be elected. Uh, as mayor and uh, of a major uh, city in the United States yeah she's set the, uh, the bar now we've got plenty of, of, of uh, female mayors in big city uh, she served as the 50th mayor of Chicago from 1979 until April of uh, 1983 that's when Harold Washington was elected and became the 51st mayor now, Mayor Byrne, back in the, during her time, she, she moved into Cabrini Green housing project because, boy, there was a lot of things going on. Uh, uh, you had gangs from the west side, south side going into Cabrini. It was all about drugs and so forth. This when the crack, uh, uh, cocaine and all that stuff was going on and, uh, and Cabrini wasn't the only place in the projects that it was going on out in Robert Taylor and all the the project areas uh, these kinds of things and activities were going on now Mayor Byrne moved into Cabrini in 1981 uh, to fight crime as she saw it you know you just got to make a presence and she was right it did cool down for a while it, it uh, brought it to uh, some type of a stop you know, the, the momentum that they had built up was brought to a halt. Now, Cabrini, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with the show Good Time, is the home of the Evans family in the TV series Good Times, 
you know, with J.J. Walker. And that was written by uh, a guy by the name of Eric Monty. Now, Eric grew up there in Cabrini, and that's why he wrote Good Time. Now, the other projects in the, in the city were Robert Taylor, Henry Horner, uh, Ida B. Wells. Great, uh, but the high-rises were Robert Taylor and uh, Cabrini Green. These were high-rise projects. Uh, uh, Ida B. Wells and places like that, they're low-rise. There's a big difference. Cabrini also had low-rise. And matter of fact, the low-rise uh, housing projects in Cabrini still exist. Uh, over in River North, what is known as River North now. Now, uh, around the 1960s, the white families living in Cabrini were slowly moved, moving out. And by 1963, somewhere in there, they pretty much had all moved out when the completion of the William Green Homes uh, was completed back in the 62, 63, somewhere around there. Uh, the die had been cast for his future. Yes, the die had been cast. Uh, they knew they had a 50-year-some lease on that property to uh, do whatever they were going to do with it. And uh, it became the Chicago 21 plan was put in action to transform it into what it is now. River North is what it is. Uh, Chicago Housing Authority began demolishing Cabrini Green as part of his ambitious and controversial plan to transform the city's public housing. And they knocked down uh, Robert Taylor and all of that. And they did transform it, I must say. It, it has all been transformed. You know, uh, Robert Taylor transformed out there by Sox Park, uh, redeveloped uh, the west side, redeveloped uh, public housing, you know, dates back to uh, our first mayor, William B. Ogden, who served from 1837 to 1838. Back then, uh, the mayor only served uh, one term for one year. Now, Ogden, he wrote the the, the first charter uh, for the city of Chicago. And he was also the president of the Chicago and Northwestern Railway. Uh, he built the city's credit reputation as well as his own. Oh, these were rich guys, civic-minded uh, individuals. Uh, we had used to have what we call the Ogden Bridge, which ran over across Halstead there. They tore it down. Uh, and we got here in the city Ogden Park, which is on the south side. Now... Here, the city's uh, fifth mayor was Francis Sherman, who was a brig manufacturer. And uh, he built the, uh, the Sherman House Hotel, which is a landmark here in Chicago. Now, if you notice something about that took place here in Chicago, all the housing in Chicago shifted under Francis to being built. Uh, with brick. He was a brick manufacturer. <laughs> Naturally. <laughs> now, Fred Buzzy, Fred Buzzy was the first mayor to serve a four-year term under his leadership. They extended the, the mayoral uh, 
time in power to four years. His successor was William Big Bill Thompson. Oh, yeah, William Big Bill. Big Bill, oh, he, on the Big Bill, Chicago was wide open. This is back in the 20s. Big Bill practiced the politics of a wide open town to the delight of the bootleggers, the gangsters, and everything that was criminal was welcome to Chicago. We were moving fast. Uh, he took money from Capone and all those guys, enriched himself from the Chicago politics. They controlled everything, police department. But under Big Bill, Chicago, hey, Chicago was crazy. <laughs> now, I grew up under uh, Richard uh, Daly, who was out of Bridgeport. You know, that's a young person here in the city. And Daly's son went on to become mayor. Uh, he's a memorable guy. Uh, a matter of fact, we are peers. <laughs> uh, I worked under his son uh, in the, his administration, uh, Richard Richie, and Richie's still here uh, in the city. Now, the uh, mayors back in the uh, 19th century were a certain type of civic-minded individual. Now, mayors began to res to resemble the voters, people who were voting. And voting was very organized and controlled. I mean, we had here in the city what we call the machine under daily. And it operated as a machine, precinct captains and all of that. And that's what made daily so popular here in Chicago because he ruled with the machine. The machine controlled the vote here in Chicago. The machine got the vote out. You can count on it. You can, you know, the numbers are already in before the voting went down. We knew that. Now, uh, politicians used to be uh, civic advocation. You know, but after the Great Chicago Fire, it became a profession in a way of making a living and a pretty good living at that. Yo. Now, we also had, uh, you got uh, Rahm, uh, Rahm Emanuel. He became mayor. Oh, what a shyster this guy was. I mean, he came in from the suburbs. Oh, come on. And uh, he just wasn't uh, the right guy for... Uh, I, I never really liked him as a mayor. No. And uh, like I said, now here we are again. Uh, Laura has served her time, Laura Lightfoot, and she's up for re-election. And we've got uh, guys like Willie Wilson who's running against her. And uh, there are quite a few others, so we're going to have a real run and uh, see who's going to be the next mayor of Chicago coming up. Should be an interesting campaign. Uh, lots of things are happening. But we slowly see these things. It seems like no matter who's the mayor, uh, 
the uh, poor citizens of the city always get the short end of the stick. Now, the TIF fund supposed to have been set up to benefit and improve uh, the lives of citizens, and yet it only improves the lives of certain developers. Uh, so, whoever gets in, it's going to be really an interesting uh, thing. Interesting campaign. Very interesting. So, if you enjoyed the show, go to the support button and uh, make a donation and uh, share the show with a friend. Uh, just don't be afraid to tell them, hey, go to Underground Chicago Talk and, and listen to the show. And if you need the COVID shot, uh, go and get it. It's still free so far. They're giving out boosters now. But I know a lot of people haven't taken any of them. Haven't taken the first the, the first shot, first two, or the booster. So I don't know what's going on. But I do know this. COVID is still with us. And uh, you need to take care of yourself and be mindful uh, and protecting yourself and protecting others when you wear a mask. And, you know, this month being May is Mother's Day. And I like to say to all the mothers out there, Happy Mother's Day. And I'll give you a big hug. Mm. Okay, now, take care. And Happy Mother's Day. Bye-bye.